Welcome to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. Like any good hot dish, it is a mishmash of whatever we could find. Occasionally cheesy, but always satisfying. The game consists of six themed rounds with a final wager round to cap it off. My name is Tom, and on today's episode, Jill will be the host with Ken, listener Andrew, and myself as contestants. Enjoy. Round one is our warm-up round, and this round is a hodgepodge of questions, ending with our signature gimmick question. Each question is worth approximately 10 points, but there may be bonus points available. Question number one. This city, one of the first European settlements in mainland North America, held the first known St. Patrick's Day celebration in the year 1600. I'm locked in. I am locked in as well. Hmm... Where did the witch trials take place? That's what I'm going for. But I can't think. All right. San Francisco. Rice around treat. Locked in. Okay. Um, I can go first. I went with the generic answer because I don't think it's right, but I put Boston. All right. Jamestown. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Oh, Jamestown. Okay. Andrew? I went with Boston as well because I wasn't entirely sure when it founded, but I know there's a big Irish population. All right. Uh, well, the correct answer is St. Augustine. I thought St. Augustine, but I'm like, it's Spanish. St. Patrick's Irish. All right. Because it was one of the first cities. I feel good about that. The first city. Yeah. You felt good about that because no one else got points? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Question number two. This active NFL player recently became the first player to have an ownership stake in a team in the same viewing market that he plays in. For 10 points, name the player, and for three bonus points, name the team he has a share of. Hmm. It just feels like an easy way for me to get 13 points behind. Hmm. I should probably read more SPN. Football. (laughs) There's lots of sports. Um, well, it is a football player. Oh, is it? I think she said football player. Yes, I'm I did down. say, I said, but if nobody said anything, so, mm-hmm. and no. if you need to change your answer. I am locked in. I'm locked in with a guess. All right. Okay. Ken? I'll start. Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. The Charlotte Hornets. All right. I also wrote Cam Newton, the Hornets. All right. Andrew? I wrote... Rob Gronkowski and the Celtics. Ooh. Another mm. sticking on Boston. So, did you pick Cam Newton because I'm a Panthers fan? Is that. Yes, 100%. That's the only reason I picked Cam Newton. <laughs> All right. Well, you are kind of on the right <gasps> track because it is not Cam Newton, but it is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what? I wrote Aaron Rodgers down first. <laughs> but Aaron, there's no, there's nothing else in the Green Bay market. Milwaukee Bucks. It's hours it's the away. Same viewing it's like market. Two hours away. Mm-hmm. You're just bitter. <sighs> See, that's the reason I didn't go with Aaron Rodgers because I couldn't figure. I was like, there's nothing else in Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> there isn't. Except for UW Stout. Mm-hmm. Ken's alma mater. Well, it's a beautiful school. <laughs> All right, moving away from sports, this actor who won Best Actor for The Pianist, is actually the only actor to win an Oscar before the age of 30. It's not, that's not true for actresses. I'm not in. You can't see Tom right now, but he's making a very angry face at me. It's not angry, it's frustrated. And... <laughs> it makes you feel any better when you get to the Cheers question. I'll have zero chance. I've never seen an episode of Cheers. I don't worry. You'll have as good of a chance as the rest of us. Yeah, none of us have really seen Cheers <laughs> yeah. either, except maybe on in the background. Ross has seen too much Cheers, but he's not here. So. You know what, Frasier? I can do Frasier. I've seen a decent amount of Frasier, yeah. Hmm. The actor and the pianist. The actor and the pianist, yes. Hmm. Basically all I'm asking. But I just thought that was a cool fact. And by cool, I mean sexist, but whatever. I don't think it's cool because I don't know it. <laughs> um. Oh! Thank goodness. I'm locked in. Now that Ken has had his eureka Locked moment. in. Andrew, and you might not be right. You want to lead us off? Uh, yeah, I think it's Adrian Brody, but I'm not sure. Um, Ken seems a little bit happy. I put uh, Christian Bale. I originally drew a picture of a guy with a big nose, but at the last moment, Adrian Brody and that messy handwriting. Oh, yeah. Adrian Brody is the correct answer. It actually looks like Mrs. Brady is what you wrote, but... <laughs> Yeah. We'll, we'll, There's an I'll, A, D, and R, a B. That's all the. We'll trust you. Carol. So 10 points for everyone but me. Correct. Hey, people are on the board. My favorite type of question. Mm. 
Okay. Question number four. The longest muscle in the body, which is the sartorius muscle, runs from pelvis to tibia and was named as a reference to this profession as they often sat cross-legged. Can you spell sartorius? I can. Uh, S-A-R-T-O-R-I-U-S. Can you, hey, I spelled it. Can you use it in a <laughs> sentence where you specifically reference the name of the profession in which it refers to? Yeah, no. Oh. Locked in. How about the sartorius muscle is the yeah. longest muscle no. in the body? I've heard Does that, that sentence. Help? It didn't help at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm locked in. Is it a zodiac sign? I don't think it is. I just know my father was one. Oh. And his father before him. Oh, it's Ken's father. Hmm. Um, it is, um, okay. All right. Everyone's locked in. Yeah. I wrote down seamstress. Hmm. I went with secretary. Hmm. Andrew? I went with, like, a tailor. All right. Uh, tailor is correct. I suppose... You're going to be sexist and say <laughs> that a seamstress isn't a tailor? I suppose. No, I'll tailor's correct. I got it wrong. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. If I'd given you... I was going to do sewing, but I was like, that's not truly a perfect... Like, no one so like... Okay. Question number five. In 2016, Pizza Hut set the record for delivering pizza to the highest altitude by delivering pizza to the top of this mountain. And the stunt was to celebrate the 100th country in which the franchise was active in. I'll give you five bonus points for telling me what the 100th country was. I'm locked in. Locked in. Ah, oh, this is so wrong, though. <laughs> I'm locked in, I guess. All right. Ken? Oh, me? Japan, Mount Fuji. Mm-hmm. That's very wrong. Uh, I said Mount Everest in Nepal. I also mm-hmm. said Everest in Nepal. Hmm. Well, I'm afraid no one got any points on this question. Um, it was Mount Kilimanjaro, Kenya. and it was Tanzania. Uh, I was also thinking that, but I couldn't think of where that was located. I knew it was in Africa, but I didn't know where. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. So our final question of the round, our Cheers gimmick question. In episode one of Cheers, why does Sam offer Diane a job as a waitress? I'll lock in with the gifts. I'm locked in. Locked in. Uh, I put because she's hot. <laughs> you want, I'll, I'll go. Okay. With um, he wants to date her. Mm, mm. To ask her on a date. Hmm. Um, well, according to Wikipedia, he feels sorry for her because her fiance ran off and left her to go to Bermuda or the Bahamas with his ex-wife. I believe that's accurate. Round number two. Clue me in, coach. In this round, I have five clues, and I will give them one at a time. After each clue, you will submit a guess, and you will get points in relation to how many clues it takes to get it right. If you get it on the first clue, you will receive 50 points. After the second clue, 40 points, and so on. All right. Fact number one. He was born in 1962 in Melbourne, Australia. His family then moved halfway around the world to New York in 1969. Do I just show it to you now? Yeah. I don't know if you can see that or not. All right. Uh, yes, I can see it, but no, that is not correct. Okay. Tom, you are not correct. Ken, you are not correct. Mm. All right. Clue number two. Did you go with Barack Obama, too? I did not. (laughs) (laughs) His parents subsequently divorced in 1971. His mother then married a jazz musician who moved them to the other side of the country. He met his future bandmate in high school in Los Angeles. Tom, you are correct. Yes. Andrew, you are not correct. Pass. You have you have nothing? I got nothing. All right. You don't know someone in a band? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Literally no one. I was going to write down Beach Boys. Hmm. I, I'm off. Okay. <laughs> Clue number three. Boy. For one hot minute, he played the bass for the band Jane's Addiction while on hiatus from his own band. Oh, 
Oh, no way. That's in that. I can think of someone from James Addiction, but it's one of the persons actually in James Addiction and not that person. <laughs> so I wrote this question like four months ago, and I haven't been able to use it. And it's one of my favorite questions that I've ever written. I'm going to be very sad if only Tom gets it because he didn't get get it because of my super awesome glues. I'm not a music person. That's easily my weakness. I'm going to have a whole lot of thunder in the music background. <laughs> You'll still beat me. We'll see. Um, well, I can't read what Ken wrote, the but first, it doesn't matter because it word. looks incorrect. Okay, the first letter of his first name is R. No, no, no. Um, and Andrew, <laughs> that is not correct. You put Rupert Murdoch? He's from Australia. Yeah, I would have thought that as a first guess, but... Yeah, I did start with that, so I went back to it. <laughs> I had nothing. <laughs> All right. Clue number four. By the way, he's also an actor. He was in both Back to the Future 2 and 3, as well as several other films and TV shows. Ken, you are not correct. Michael J. Fox, not Australian. <laughs> Spelling doesn't count, right? Spelling does not count unless Ken okay. tries to make you spell it for points. Yeah. Have I done that? Yeah, you did it to me. Uh, no, that oh. is not correct, yeah. Andrew. <laughs> Clue number five. This will probably give it away, but his nickname, and therefore his stage name, was given to him as a small child due to his inability to sit still not because he's a pest. Oh. All right. That seems way too obvious. Andrew, you are correct. Uh, hit all around no. it did, before I got to it. Well, did you say Michael J. Fox? Yeah, Fox Rat. Uh, Ken, you are not correct. I have no idea who this give it is. Away, give it away, give it away now. By the way, one hot minute, other oh. side, half... I don't, think, I don't think I could name him. He was I could in name the, the band. He was in the Big Lebowski. I could name the band. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to name the band for our listeners? No, for no points. For no points. Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> so that's why I love this question so much, is because I included album, album titles and song titles in every clue. Yep, totally did not get it for that reason. I know. I just that knew, once you said bandmate and I knew the age, I figured it was either Anthony Kiedis or Flea. I guess right. Flea first. So, Flea is the I correct was, answer. Three of the people I wrote down were at James Addiction at one point. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, and, and did Andrew get it on the last clue? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Ken, what you went with Rupert Murdoch twice? Well, no, uh, Mel Gibson. I uh, wrote down Rupert Murdoch. Then went Mel Gibson, pass. Then Rupert Murdoch. Then Christopher Lloyd. Then Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I went with Mel Gibson first. I was pretty sure it wasn't Mel Gibson. But I'm like, it's the right age, but I'm pretty sure he grew up in Australia. Hmm. I went Hugh Jackman first. I couldn't think of his name. Otherwise, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> um. So the reason that that I went into a deep flea hole. <laughs> which sounds gross, whatever, um, was I found out that he was the voice of the brother in The Wild Thornberries, which was one of my... Donnie? Yeah. Yeah, so he was the voice of Donnie. Never heard of it either. I don't know what that is yeah. either. It was a TV show on Nickelodeon. Oh. All right. Um, after two rounds, Tom has 50 points, Andrew has 30 points, and Ken has 10 points. Round number three. Take me out to the ball game. In front of me, I have a list of the most commonly used male names in songs. Each correct guess is worth 10 points. Uh, I love that face from Tom. Okay. Each correct guess is worth 10 points, and each contestant will get three strikes until everyone is out or the list is completed. No strikes are given until someone has made a correct guess. Ken goes first because he's... Then Andrew, then me? Yes. William. Um, William is not correct. What song? There's billions of songs in the world. You don't necessarily get a strike. Oh, that's true. Jack. Jack is a correct answer. You do get a strike, Mm -hmm. I can only think of one, but that's all that matters. Uh, John. John is a correct answer. Michael. 
Michael is not a correct answer. I'm never playing again. <laughs> You're guessing the most obscure. Michael and William, the most obscure Who names. Who sings about Michael or William? There's millions of songs in the world. Oh, Mikey. Mm-hmm. You're so pretty. No. James. Uh, James is a correct answer. Such an obscure answer. <laughs> uh, I mean, so diminutives, or they can be just the name, it, like if it's... No, nicknames count as different names. Okay. Jack is a nickname okay. for John. Yeah, sometimes. Some people name their kids Jack nowadays. Yes. Uh, Danny. Danny is not correct. Danny boy. George. Ken, you are Ken, out. Wait. George of the Jungle. So like I should think of one song that George. has a, a male name on it. That, well, that's a bad. Yeah, strategy. try to think of a name that's in at least one song you're familiar I with. I bet you there's a song with George in it. Well, there probably is. Mm-hmm. Freddie. Oh. What? Freddie. Freddie? Yes. Uh, Freddie is not correct. I'm thinking of rhyming. Mm hmm. I want to guess Billy. Billy is a correct answer. Johnny. Johnny is a correct answer. Jimmy. Jimmy is a correct oh, wow. answer. I was, I was pretty sure that was not going to be correct. Mickey. Mickey is not a correct answer. But Mickey's still fine. Mm-hmm. That's true. It blew my mind. <laughs> Plus all the Mickey Mouse songs. Hmm. I don't know if... This might be just from, like, the billboard. Oh, now you tell us the quality. Ken I was, was thinking yeah. of popular names from the last 250 yeah. years. Yeah, Ken was thinking revolutionary mm-hmm. era mm-hmm. Um, drinking songs. Yeah, I think this is from, like, the billboard top 100. Of 2014. No, like, <laughs> of all time. Ken wrote his dissertation on uh, mm-hmm. revolutionary era drinking songs. For some, <laughs> they're all about David. All right. Um, you said David? Mm-mm. Davey. Davey is not a correct yeah. answer. That, I have two you or three. You have two strikes. Uh, both of you have two strikes. Adam. Adam is not correct. Andrew, you are now out. You can sweep this. How many we got left? Three? One, two. I have four. We got four left? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bobby. Bobby is not a what? correct answer. Me and Bobby McGee, and so um, there's that there's that other song about uh, JFK being assassinated and Bobby Kennedy being assassinated by Peter Paul and Mary. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it is. All right, well, so you missed the obvious one, Jesus. Hasters. Mm, and then um, Joe and Joey were both on the list. And finally, Peter. Mm, Peter. Peter, mm. Peter, pumpkin eater. The Billboard uh, Top 100. Mm-hmm. After three rounds, Tom is in the lead with 80, followed by Andrew with 60, and Ken in last with 10 points. Anybody's game. Still, yes, that's true. Lots of points left. Okay. Round number four, throwing away my shot. This round has 15 questions. Each question is read, and then contestants get a chance to answer the question in sequential order, alternating on each question. But answers cannot repeat. Each contestant has provided two topics prior to recording where they feel they will dominate their opponents. However, the contestants will go last on the questions in their forte. Each question is worth 10 points, with an, ad- with an extra 5 points if the correct answer is guessed by the expert. Tom's first question. General Winfield Scott proposed this plan in order to strangle the Confederacy during the Civil War. He probably asked Sir Mix-a-Lot for some advice. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew? Uh, that's the anaconda plan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the anaconda plan. So I'll go with the python plan. Yeah, it is the anaconda. Yeah, I'd never heard I'm a of US it. But... History, I'm a U.S. history teacher. Oh. oh. I focused on back. Should have gone with my Irish history. My U.S. history is subpar. Yeah. So uh, the next question is Andrew's question. 
What is the name of the winged the winged creatures that pull the Hogwarts carriages and oh. only appear visible to those who have seen death. <laughs> of course. He fought. He, he Harry Potter. Our, every every time. time. Yeah. <laughs> I almost watched a movie this weekend. So he does it to get in Jill's good graces and because he just knows <laughs> that we're going to be SOL. Well, every time a new book or new movie would come out, I would reread the entire series. Well, of course. Isn't that what everybody did? Every time something new comes up, Ken Burns an effigy of Harry Potter in his backyard. No, I almost just, watched a movie this weekend. I almost watched a movie. <laughs> HBO free preview weekend. Um, the Soul Eaters. Hmm. I'm right. sure that's wrong, Ken. Ken? A Pegasus. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Pegasi, I believe, is the plural. Mm. All right. Andrew? Well, the correct answer is a Thestral. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Uh, Thestral is the correct answer. Question number three is Ken's question. Footloose is based on a real town. (laughs) It's a good movie. Footloose is based on a real town called Elmore City, located in this state that has the largest Native American population of any state. Clarification, is this the largest Native American, like, pure numbers or, like, population density? I didn't clarify, um, so I don't know. Yeah, you listen enough. You should know that we don't actually I don't do always much research do behind our questions. I don't always do a whole lot of research. Fair just, enough. Just like the uh, double door goats question. Jill's still mad at me about that. Then I'm going to go Alaska. Okay. I got two of them. So you have a 50-50 shot? Yeah, I mean, there's like four. Well, Andrew's from Oklahoma, so I'm guessing it's not Oklahoma. Uh, I would be too sure about that. Yeah, yeah but Jill might. Jill, I don't think Jill would ask an Oklahoma. She probably would ask an Oklahoma question. Um, I'll go with Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, that's. It seemed like the. I think the highest population or res- or highest percentage. All right. Canada. It was in my top two. I don't know, but I'm going to say Kansas. I'll choose my other. Oklahoma is correct. Uh. I was thinking that, but then I was like, Alaska has the highest population density of natives, so... Okay. Tom's question. In 1947, Grace Hopper recorded the first example of a computer bug. What type of bug was it? Pass. (laughs) I'm scared that the one answer I was going to say is so stupid, I I can't even throw it out there. Uh, I'm going to say a virus. Um, how specific do I need to be? Uh, you'll tell me if I need to be more specific. I will. It's an insect. You need to be more specific. Damn it. It's actually a bug. That's where the term computer bug comes mm-hmm. from. It's what computers used to be the size of a house. Mm. Um, and I'm going to go with a moth. Moth is correct. Yes. Wow. Okay. Andrew's next question. In the movie Logan, a really old Wolverine discovers a mutant who was created in a test tube from his DNA. What was her name? Logana. Hmm. Yeah, mm. creative. Mm-hmm. Mm, they were never too creative with lady names. I'm going to say Miss Wolverine. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, she could have gone by two. I believe in that, because the comics is X-23, but I believe in the movie the human name they gave her was Laura. Laura is correct. Wow. Next question, Ken's question. The mascot of the University of Wisconsin Stout is this, although as far as I know, the students aren't depressed. Uh, let's see. Depression. Uh, a donkey. All right. Students aren't depressed. Um, a Prozac pill. I, I mean, it's CW <laughs> Stout. I don't know what it could be. Ken, do you? Yeah, but I mean, I thought you were going to get this Blue Devils. Oh. It's like a half clue. Oh, after my horrible uh, half clue regarding the Indiana. Yeah. Well, Blue Deviled is actually a term for being depressed. Oh, is it? Yes. I did not know that. I said donkey, so I was thinking Eeyore. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Tom's next question. The Union government illegally confiscated Robert E. Lee's estate and converted it into what? In 1877, his son successfully sued for its return, but then sold it back to the feds for $200,000. 50-50. A prison. 
Uh, it's a U.S. history question. I don't know. I'm going to say a Federal Reserve. All right. Tom? It was right outside of Washington, D.C., I'm pretty sure. Um, so, and it was sold back when? 1877. 1877. Um, I don't, a veterans hospital home? The correct answer is Arlington Cemetery. Ah, yeah. Mm. I knew it was right outside of, D- right outside of D.C. Hmm. From reading some biography of Robert E. Lee way, way, way back when. Hmm. Where you learned that his horse was named Traveler? Is that right? I think, I don't know if I learned that then or if hmm. I remembered that past is tra- then. Is Traveler right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Andrew's next question. What cutesy nickname does the Golden Trio give Sirius in order to talk about him despite his being a convicted felon? I'm not sure if this is a Logan or a Harry Potter question. This is a Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) A cutesy nickname. I'm going to go with Corgi. Because Jill thinks Corgis are cute. I'm going to go with Pinky. All right. Andrew. Ah, crap. Uh... Foisted on his own petard. Hoisted. Hoisted. Son of a... <laughs> I don't remember, so I'm just going to go with Padfoot, even though I know that's, not, that's his marauder's name. The correct answer is Snuffles. Snuffles. Mm-hmm. Disappointed in myself. It makes sense. Hmm. <laughs> you don't know anything about Harry Potter. How does it make sense? <laughs> it's a cutesy name. Because it's cutesy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ken's question, there were two songs from Footloose that were nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Song. Footloose was one. This one, by Denise Williams, was the other one. Uh, I'm going to make up a song because I have no idea. It's literally the only song I know from the movie. So I'm going to say, get out of town. All right. Tom. Dance like you mean it. Hmm. Can can't you, think of the song I want to guess. Ken, you should have picked Something Cool Runnings. Fighting or Surviving. But I, I'm going to go with the only other song I can think of. It. Dancing in the Sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the correct answer is Let's Hear It for the Boy. Oh, mm. oh I've heard of that yeah. song, I think. Oh, we all have. Mm-hmm. We all have. Well, you have. It's one of your favorite <laughs> movies. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Okay. Sorry. Tom's next question. What? was the first high-level programming language which converted natural language into something understood by the computer. Java. Uh, Andrew. C++. COBOL. The correct answer is Fortran. Mm-hmm. I picked computer programming even though I pretty much know nothing about computer programming. <laughs> you just wanted to make me struggle to find interesting questions? Well, you keep making me change it. Say I can't do Irish history all the time. Well, there are only so many things about Irish history that I can ask that other people have a chance to get. But uh, just a wealth of Harry Potter questions that can exist in the world. (laughs) Harry Potter is a giant universe. There's seven books. Uh And uh, eight movies. Irish history is hundreds of years of noble stories. And Mm. if you want to include the Harry Potter spinoff stuff, you got that too. Right. We should have a Harry Potter trivia episode with just Ken and myself as contestants <laughs> bombing it. <laughs> just no, no one that knows anything mm-hmm. about Harry Potter it can be a contestant. If you get one, it's just game a over. Frustration yeah. of just listening to us get everything wrong. I mean, you might. I mean, Tom might actually get a few because I've gotten some before. He's. I read the first couple books. Well, and you've watched the movies, kind of. Not that kind you pay of. attention. I don't pay attention. Yeah. My answer is always Pegasus. Feels like. <laughs> A hippogriff. Yeah, I don't think the Pegasus actually features in the Harry Potter books really at all, if But ever. there's something similar to it, right? A hippogriff. Oh, is that what Remember that we discussed it? Hmm. Okay. The Thestral is probably pretty close, too, because it's actually a winged horse, but... It's a... The hippogriff is a... Uh, it's the head of a... Hippopotamus. Lion and the... Uh, the no. And the wings of a horse. It's the head of a bird. <laughs> head of a bird, Tom. The wings of a horse. It's got the head of a bird and wings. <laughs> yes. Wings and wings. Of a, uh, wings of a horse. Also known as a bird. Horse wings. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how they make buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Jessica Simpson. Yeah, I need to get more pop culture because I got that reference. Those are from... Uh, <laughs> I still don't know if it's tuna or chicken. Mm-hmm. 
I'm trying to figure out is it a is it a buffagriff that they make uh, buffalo wings from? I'm, I'm mm. doing TRL live next time as my special category. Buffasus. A buffasus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew's next question: What is the name of the fictional device in the X Men universe used to detect mutants? Uh, Tom. The mutinometer. Hmm. The sentinel. Mm. Mm, that sounds that's like a not, very, that's a Marvel word. Yeah, but that's not what they do. Very good. <laughs> very good. It's Cerebro. Cerebro is the correct answer. That's what Professor X puts on his head. Mm. The Sentinels are, were developed by Trask Industries to kill and capture the mutants. Mm-hmm. It's the X-Men sorting hat. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah. Can you have no idea what I'm referring to when I say sorting hat, do you? Yeah. It's a Harry Potter reference. No, oh, but I can figure out. Sorts. Okay. That's a hat. Hmm. You're right on both points. Mm -hmm. It's a little more in depth (laughs) than that. All right. Ken's next question. Within five years, what years was UW Stout founded? It's the same year that Herman Melville died and the first Sherlock Holmes story was published. Hmm. Let's go. 19. 22. All right. Tom. 1883. All right. Ken. 1896. Ken, barely squeaking in. The correct answer is 1891. Didn't they have an established 1891 thing? Oh, I'm sure. Did you show up to class? Yeah, (laughs) but I wasn't looking at the... I knew it was 18-something. Hmm. I was thinking of the wrong war for Watson. I was thinking of World War One for some reason, even though it was the Opium Wars. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Tom's next question, the last question, Tom's last question of the round. This Union general was told to take a hike after being deemed insane by the Secretary of War for requesting 260,000 more men. He was later added to Grant's staff and eventually got re-promoted. Ken. One more time. I saw the Ken Burns Civil War. I think I can maybe try and muster something. All right. This Union general was told to take a hike after being deemed insane by the Secretary of War for requesting 260,000 more men. He was later added to Grant's staff and eventually got re-promoted. Pass. (laughs) Someone famous. Can't think of anyone famous. The Union had a lot of generals. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Custer. All right, Tom. Um, I'm gonna. I think Jill had a hint in there, it and did. I think it was hike. And I'm gonna go with the march to the sea, and I'm gonna go with Sherman. Sherman mm. is the correct answer. Tecumseh Sherman, right? Mm-hmm. William Tecumseh Sherman. Yeah, yeah. W- William Tecumseh Sherman. Yeah. All right. Andrew's last question of the round: What substance did Winky the house elf become addicted to in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? Despite the name, there's only a minuscule amount of alcohol present. Tom. I think I might know this, uh, but I'm not at all sure. I'm going to go with butterbeer. All right. That's a good answer. Ken. Pass. That's too good. <laughs> butterbeer is too good. Butterbeer is too good. Can't compete with that. That's because butterbeer is the correct answer, but I'm going to go with fire whiskey. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, butterbeer is the correct answer. I listen. Joe wants to go to Harry Potter World and have butterbeer. Actually, I don't, because butterbeer is supposed to be warm, and it's cold at Harry Potter World. It also doesn't taste good. Oh, really? I didn't like it. (laughs) Yes, you guys. (laughs) All right, last question of the round. Butterbeer snobs. This is Ken's question. This actor was originally cast as Ren in Footloose, but had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts with All the Right Moves, a football movie also starring Craig T. Nelson and Leah Thompson. I've seen All the Right Moves. That's the first step. <laughs> Who is in Footloose? Well, this person was... Not in Footloose, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know that, yeah. Just trying to think of who's in Footloose. Is that John Travolta? No. <laughs> Or is it Swayze? Or is that Dirty Dancing? I don't know. Uh, Tom Cruise. All right. Tom. I'm going to go. So Leah Thompson. So it's Brat Pack era. Um, I'm going to go with the 
more successful brother at the time, Emilio Estevez. That's a mm. good guess. It is Tom Cruise, but uh, I'm trying to think of what I can guess. Um, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. All right. Uh, the correct answer is Tom Cruise. When was Footloose? What year? Our early 80s. Oh, so it was before... 82 or 83. So it was before Charlie Sheen came out. And the actor was Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Kevin James? <laughs> you don't... I know who Kevin Bacon right. is. Really? Then what's... Uh, Swayze's in... Uh, Roadhouse. In Dirty Dancing? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. And Red Dawn. And Roadhouse. Which is where Charlie Sheen got his debut. Mm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm. And Leah Thompson was in that as well. Mm. She was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right. After Jennifer Grey. four rounds, Tom is still in the lead with 130, but Andrew is in a close second with 125, and Ken, sadly, mm-hmm. has 40 points. Mm-hmm. It's anybody's game. Mm-hmm. You can get it, Ken. Absolutely. Oh, I hope it's all house music. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do house music. <laughs> Round five. Hey, Mr. DJ. In this round, I will play a small part of a song, and you will guess the song title and the artist. You will get five points for each correct answer. In this round, there is a theme that you will also guess for an additional ten points. Song number one. Now I have the song Zombie stuck in my head. Maybe that's the theme. It's not. Yeah, but uh, once it's in your head, you can never get it out. I have nothing in my head, so. I was singing the song in my head, and then it went to Zombie! Zombie! (laughs) Whenever I do team trivia, I just ignore all the music rounds and let my team do it. Yeah, Tom and I are both notoriously bad at the music round. Um, I think we managed to get, like, the theme of the round, like, once, maybe twice. Locked in. Okay. I am locked in as well. You don't, necess- uh, I'm too. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to be locked in. Next one. You got something there, Tom? I I got something. Really? Yeah. You need to hear it again. Please. What did Tom get from there? Zombie. 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 Are you ready to move on, Andrew? Yep. With my no answer. (laughs) You and me both. (laughs) So this one's short, and don't ask me for more. You should be able to get it. You say that. Zombies. Like I said, you say that. (laughs) All I listen nowadays, all I listen to is podcasts, so... Yeah, I had a Camaro for a rental car the other day when I was out of town accidentally, and I'm pretty sure that was the first time anybody's ever listened to podcasts in a Camaro, or in that Camaro. I feel like Elon Musk probably listens. Oh, yeah, and his Tesla. That's a little, I mean, I, I'm assuming most Tesla roadsters get a couple podcasts listened to in them. They probably, he probably just listens to himself. Yeah, they yeah. probably have to test out the sound system on podcasts in the factory to make sure it works properly. Probably. What does Bill Gates drive? Because he probably listens to He doesn't drive. He has someone doctor. drive him. <laughs> All right. I think I know the artist on that one. <laughs> but not the song. I think I actually have a theme. I could say this as a hint. I don't think Werewolves of London is going to come into play on this one. Everybody good yeah. to go?
recognize it. Don't know what it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, I've heard it. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Ken? Yeah, I'm good. I got all I'm going to get on that. Yeah. I'm not going to get any on it, so. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Ken. I'm good. This all is right. the last song, right? This, this is the last one. So if you have a theme... I do, but I just don't know how it fits. <laughs> That's not really a theme. Like half man. my answers fit it, and the other half don't. Um, I don't have enough answers to have a theme, so oh, I, I just have two answers. So one. <laughs> so say our themes then, I guess. Do you want to say it? But hand it to me. I can hand it to you, yeah, I, I guess. I don't have one, so. I don't know how specific. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can't think of a better way of describing it either. Uh. <laughs> Mine was pretty vague, so I'm just wondering what you put down. Well, since we're all astrology. Mm, nah. I'll write something down for a theme. I'll show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. I said it's wrong, but... <laughs> all right, so then this song... What was your guess? I'll go. I can, okay. I can go first on this one. Um, I put down "Atmosphere." I'm not 100 percent sure if that is the correct song name by the Goo Goo Dolls because mm. I don't know any artists. Mm. Brian Adams. I'll do it for you. Mm. I don't know how that fits into the theme. Mm. All right. I don't have a song name, and I just said it was John Legend. All right. Well, the artist is the band Train. Yeah. Let's welcome back to the atmosphere. The, you have the right song. Yeah. The correct the right song correct title name. is Drops of Jupiter. Oh, I thought Jupiter might be in it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was... Everything well, I do. Okay. It sounds just like it. <laughs> <laughs> After the show, play it again and play Brian Adams. Are we going to do that? Do the mashup? <laughs> I think it might be stolen might be music. Thing. <laughs> All right. So then... No. All right, so. Andrew, you want to start us off? Sure. I have no name, but I'm going to say it's Earth, Wind, and Fire. All right. Ken? Uh, Guns and Roses. That's all I got. Mm. Mm. Ground Control to Major Tom. I'm pretty sure it's Space Oddity by David Bowie. Yes, that is correct, Tom. The next song... <laughs> Ken? Uh, a Red Moon Horizon, Steppenwolf. Mm. Mm. I put Bad Moon Rising mm. by Credence Clearwater Revival. All right, Andrew? I put nothing. All right, Tom with another 10 points. Jill's not happy I'm about not. this. I hate helping Tom. Didn't do it on purpose. She could be really pissed off when I get this one, too. Well, I knew you would I'm get this sure one. I'm pretty sure I have zero points in this round, by the way. <laughs> All right. Here comes the sun by the Beatles. Right. I put here comes the sun, George Harrison. Yeah, one of them. Mm-hmm. All right. I put love story by Taylor Swift. Nice. <laughs> All right. It is here comes the sun by the Beatles. Probably written by George, though. Probably. Mm-hmm. Next one. <laughs> No need to listen to all 30 seconds, I no. don't think. I got nothing. I got nothing. I put a dash. Yeah, I got mm. two dashes. Yeah. 
All right. Andrew? You get I have an answer, but it's wrong because in my head I got stuck uh, Bon Jovi and Runaway, but I know it's wrong. All right. Uh, the correct answer is Jane by Jefferson Starship. Mm. Now that I know some of the names, though, I figured out the topic. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So then the next one. Maybe not astrology. Ken? She's got it. Hmm. I put, I put Devo. Uh, I put Weird Science. Mm. All right. I put Don't You Forget About Me by the Human League. Uh, the correct Is answer... Is it Blinded Me by Science? No. The correct answer... How would that fit? I don't know. Who knows what the artist is? Uh, the correct answer is Venus by oh. Bananarama. Mm, mm. She's got it. Baby, she's got it. Mm-hmm. I just can't think of titles. Just think of the hair care commercial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And last one. This yeah, this is what led me towards my answer. Mm. All right. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Uh, Commodore September. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Commodore? Yeah, the Commodores. Huh. Sure. Okay. All right, Andrew. Uh, again, mine's wrong, but I put Baba O'Reilly by the Who. <laughs> I pretty have we heard this song before on the pod? I swear we have. I don't recall. We did December 1963, which ah, sounds very that's similar. That's what it is. I put Journey. I mean, that's all I put. Uh, the correct answer is September. Yeah. By Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ah, mm. oh, darn it. Yeah. How was that? How did you get astrology I was out of that? calendar oh, and moon. Okay. That's what I thought it was going with. I think Jill was confused whether you meant astronomy. No, I, I was thinking. I just, I really wanted, wanted to be able to give him the points. And I was like, I just, it just doesn't I work. I saw moon and sun and then I saw September. I was like, oh, okay. All right. So the theme was outer space. Mm. Astronomy, mm. I probably would have allowed. But astrology is not the same. Mm. If I had done Aquarius and then there, you know, well, I, I, th- I, I thought a, about Aquarius. I had a lot of blanks in there. So I was like, maybe something's <laughs> in there. So... Tom is firmly in the lead with 170. Andrew is in second place with 125. And Ken has 50 points. Since you've made it this far into the episode, we hope you are enjoying it. Please take the time to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also email us with feedback or like our Facebook page. Links to both of these are in the show notes. Now, back to the show. Round six, you pick them. So in this round, I'm going to give you a list topic, and there are there may be ten, there might be more, um, but you will give me up to four items on the list for five points each. List number one. I want you to give me receivers who have caught passes from Aaron Rodgers for more than 40 yards. Um, so this is anyone who has caught a pass, so it doesn't have to be a wide receiver. And this is over his entire career? Uh, NFL career, yes. Yeah. I'm locked in. All right, I'm in. Yeah, I guess I'm in. Um, how much, what, what is the total? Uh, 12. 12, okay. Uh, I can go first. Um, I put Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Donald Driver, and Devontae Adams. All right. Uh, Jord- oh, Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver. I went Amon Green and Mark Tremura because I couldn't think of people that existed. All right. <laughs> it existed at all. Yeah. Well, in his <laughs> lifetime or mm. in his career. All right. Andrew. I went Jordy Nelson, Donald Drivel, Driver, Randall Cobb, and Jimmy Graham. Mm. Hmm. All right. Well, Jimmy Graham is new to the Packers, and he has not yet caught a 40-yard pass from Rodgers. Um, I didn't know if it was this year or last year he got added. So. Yeah. Number one with 17 40-yard passes or more. Uh, is Jordy Nelson. Mm, not anymore, though, because we let him go. Well, he will always have 17 40-yard passes but from Aaron Rodgers. He won't have 18. Um, number two with 10 is Greg Jennings. Uh, three with with six is James Jones. Mm. Uh, then Cobb with four. Donald Driver with four. Devontae Adams with two. Tim Crabtree with two. Jermichael Fenley with one, Spencer Havner with one, Jeff Janis with one, Eddie Lacy with one, and Richard Rogers with one. Eddie Lacy caught a ball? I know, it's strange. Yeah. Especially for 40 yards. Like, yeah. He'd be winded. <laughs> like, he, I didn't know he could run for 40 yards. Yeah. Okay. 
So, list number two. I want you to give me the titles of... Harry Potter books. No. (laughs) Um, Studio albums by Beyonce, and yes, that includes her time in Destiny's Child. Um, This is a bull question. (laughs) It is not a bull question. I mean, I thought about not using it today because of the all-male audience, but or the all-male contestants. But then again, we know how much Jeff loves girl music, so. Yeah, so it's good he didn't bring it on a Jeff episode because then he'd <laughs> dominate with that. Mm-hmm. This would be something that Amanda would be – like one of the few questions that Amanda <laughs> would excel at, you blow on a show with all guys that aren't going to get it. Ken might be able to pull I'm it out. In. I did better than I thought. I was <laughs> blank for a while. Plus, we can be mean to Jeff because we bought him a cupcake today. You bought him. I bought him a cupcake. <laughs> it was Ken's idea. And then he poo-pooed the cupcake. I don't like chocolate or caramel. I don't like caramel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Andrew, are you locked in? Or are you still thinking? Uh, you can be yeah, thinking. You can be thinking. No, it's I'm fine. Good. Okay. I'm good. I think I got four that are correct. All right. I was happy I got one. I was like, I feel good about one. All right. Okay, Ken, why don't you start off so with So there your... were 11, oh. by the way. So. Oh, B-Day. Mm-hmm. That's my strong one. Mm. Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. I think it's self-titled. Self-titled, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's Christmas. Mm. Mm. Just made that up. And <laughs> The Queen Bee. Mm. Mm. Andrew? All right, well, her last two were Lemonade. Damn it, Lemonade. And Dangerous, Dangerously in Love. Uh, she had I Am Sasha Fierce. And I think she had one that was titled Four. Mm. All right. Was the Dangerously in Love, wasn't that the live one? I have, I, that's just, I don't know. No. So, <laughs> I put Lemonade down. That's a good one. Yes. Um, Snowflake. <laughs> that maybe that was, uh, I don't know. Um, Destiny's Child, once again, a self-titled. And then I, uh, I dug deep on the last one. Another self-titled album called Beyonce. That's probably good. All right. So, the first one, Destiny's Child. The second one, Writings on the Wall. Three, Survivor. Four, Eight Days of Christmas, but not Beyonce Christmas. Five, Dangerously in Love. Did somebody say that one? Yeah, Yeah. Andrew said that. All right. Six, Destiny Fulfilled. Seven, B-Day. Eight, I Am (laughs) Sasha Fierce. Nine, four. Did Andrew said that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ten, Beyonce. Yes. And eleven, Lemonade. There were literally two self-titled albums in yes. there. Yeah. So no, I need that's a smart play. So yeah, I need I, you guys to tell me how many you got. Because I, I got wasn't. Three. Okay. I got three. Surprising. I, I had two. I had Lemonade, Beyonce, Beyonce, and Destiny's Child. I couldn't think of Lemonade. I'm a little bit disappointed. Snowflake wasn't an album. <laughs> All right. She had a Christmas album. Yeah, it would have been a great Christmas mm-hmm. album name. Mm-hmm. Except that was in her Destiny Child days. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But Probably what if not she Beyonce came Christmas. out with like a Beyonce Christmas and called the Snowflake? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. There are 12 countries with oh, space yeah. programs that have launch capability. So I'm leaving out the European space program because mm. that's just, there's a lot of countries involved in that. So these are individual countries that at least claim to have launch capability. But of course, I did not go and inspect, so I don't know that for sure. Mm. So European countries will not be listed because they're all part of... Unless they have their own. The ones oh. that are part of the European Space Agency will not be listed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they could be, but they'd have to have their own sovereign abilities. Right. I'm locked in. I am as well. I am locked in. Andrew, do you want to lead us off? Sure. Uh, I put the U.S., China, Russia, and France. All right. I put U.S., Russia... France and China. Same thing, different order. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't go with Russia. China, US, Great Britain, North Korea. Mm. They claim it. Mm. I'm just guessing. All right. <laughs> they claim a lot of things, yeah. Yes. All right. Number one this is the United States. Two, China. Three, Iran. Four, Israel. Five, Italy. Six, North Korea. Seven, South Korea. Eight, India. 9, Japan, 10, France, 11, Ukraine, and 12, Russia. So do we all got full point? was Great Britain one? No. I didn't think I heard it listed. Oh, no. you put the UK? Yeah. Mm. 
Yes. The next list. So I want you to tell me what the last 10 amendments to the Constitution were. Number? Or, really? Or, uh, <laughs> I mean, no, no. Like, just a general general topics for four of the last So you could say, 10. like, the right to bear arms. Right. Which is obviously now one of the last 10. That, right. Right. I'm locked in. Hmm. Just trying to think how to word some of these. Hmm. I am locked in as well. Locked in. All right. I put presidential succession, mm-hmm. um, repealing prohibition, presidential term limits, and the women's right to vote. All right. I put term limits. I meant presidential term limits, if we have to get that specific. I put women's right to vote, and then I just put civil rights. <laughs> just the idea. And then I didn't give up with the fourth one. All right. All right. I did women's suffrage, repealing prohibition, uh, changing the voting age to 18, and uh, con- congressional pay raises. What about congressional pay raises? If they, may, if they raise their pay, it doesn't take effect until the next congressional cycle. All right. So, amendment number 18 is the institution of prohibition. Mm, I couldn't remember if that was a full amendment or if it was just the Volstead Act. Hmm. Amendment number 19 was the women's right to vote. Number 20 is uh, a change in the start date for both the president and Congress. It was modified. Amendment number 21 was the repeal of prohibition. 22 was limiting uh, the presidents to two terms. 23 gave D.C. electors. 24 made poll taxes illegal. 25 uh, was the established the succession of the presidency. 26, the voting age was 18. And 27, Congress can't modify its own salary. So four each for Andrew and Tom, and sorry, Ken, but you only get two. Mm-hmm. Did you know that uh, the whole idea of Washington serving two terms is a total, like, that everybody followed suit after him is a total myth? Because every president who served two terms after that sought their par- party's nomination for a third term. Mm, did not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sorry, Andrew, I didn't know that song or music wasn't your strong suit. Um, or else I wouldn't have picked this next category. Because yeah. Jill tries to scale it against me. I do a little. <laughs> She's fun. The last list is in the song, If I Had a Million Dollars. There are quite a few things that uh, the Bare Naked Ladies claim that they will do or buy or eat or whatever um, in the song. So I want you to give me four of them. I put down payoff student loans. Mm. This was the 90s, Ken. Uh, that, that didn't exist. Economy was going up. Yeah. Before we oversubsidized student housing or student loans and put people into debt, created indentured servitude. I'm locked in. I just put four words that rhymed with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am locked in. I'm locked in. Shall I start? Sure. Diamond ring. Marry his lady friend. Travel to Paris. Buy a car. I put buy a car, eat caviar drink in a bar, and be a shooting star. Mm, pretty good. I put buy a boat, because I'm very sure that was in it. Um, I put buy a house, not sure on that. Buy a car, not sure on that. And because they're Canadian, buy a beaver. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Why not a moose? Mm, yeah, I forgot about the moose. Right. I associate the moose more with Alaska. And less practical. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, in the order... I think in general that they appear, but I added, but I also added some things at the end, so it probably doesn't actually fit the theme. Anyway, so um, the first thing I have is they're going to buy a house, um, and then a K car. So I will give you guys credit for car. Who buys a K car? I don't know. It's a nice, reliable automobile, as is claimed in the song. They're cars without frames. (laughs) They're like, they were manufactured for like. Five years before the government realized they're the most dangerous automobiles <laughs> on the road. Yes. Well, um, they're the nice, reliant all- automobile, according to the Bare Naked Ladies. Steve, who was on the podcast, had one. That was his first car. Yeah, he like just got his license, picked me up, but he's like, yeah, it's a K car. I'm like, what's a K car? And it's like, it doesn't have a frame. And I'm like, why are we driving this thing? I'm going to have to research a K car. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Can I can I keep going? Sure. All right. So then they're going to buy furniture for the house. Um, and then he's going to buy a fur coat, but not a real fur but not a real fur coat. A real beaver. And then a green dress, but not a real green dress. Um, an exotic pet. Mm. Um, specifically, <laughs> a monkey, a llama, or an emu. Mm. Not yeah, a but beaver. if he says exotic pet, it could fall into the beaver could fall into that category, and then. But and he then, later. But the, but it's a separate. He, he but he's like I want to buy an exotic pet, and then he thinks about it a little bit. I'd give it to you. I wouldn't, but <laughs> I would argue it anyways. Yeah, you're ahead, so yeah. you don't get the luxury get benefit of, of benefit of the doubt. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, a monkey. And then he said John Merrick's remains. Who's John Merrick? Is Elephant this... Man. Oh, is he Canadian? Maybe. I don't know. Um, and then he's going to buy some art. Going to build a tree fort. Ride in a limousine. Eat a lot of craft dinner. And then buy really expensive ketchup for the craft dinner. And that's it? That's it. He doesn't say a boat at all? That was it, the only thing. He never thing. says boat. That was the only thing I was pretty sure of in the entire song. Literally never says boat. All right. So in that one, Tom got two. If you want to give me my beaver answer. I'm not giving you a beaver. Andrew and Ken both I'm got one. Just <laughs> <laughs> holding back the beaver. Okay. So, going in to the final round, Tom has 255 points. Andrew has a nice even 200 points. And Ken has 105 points. Yeah. You got three digits. Good mm-hmm. job, Ken. Wait till this. Wait till this. All right. Round seven. Show me the money. You may wager up to 50 points on each of three questions, and you will wager before I read each question. Oh, quick question. Ken, can you go negative in this round? You can. Yes. Yes. Okay. This round's theme is walk like an Egyptian. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. I'm locked in. All right. Question number one. Sadie and Carter Kane are the main characters in the trilogy, beginning with the Red Pyramid, by this author. Locked in. I'm locked in as well. Red pyramid. The red pyramid. Mm. Not the black pyramid. Or Mm-mm. the golden pyramid. Or the pyramid scheme. Mm. I, re- I already have my wager. Locked I'm, in. I'm locked in with my answer. Well, you have to have your... Oh, for the next yeah. question? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know how many points I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to guess that Ken is doing 50 on everyone. No, Impossible. I, my guess was J.K. Rowling, specifically J.K. Rowling's pseudonym that she goes by, which I don't know. <laughs> I went with pass. Mm. Pass. Is that a first and last? Nope. It's, all, it's like share. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Andrew. I believe it's Rick Riordan. Ooh. Rick Riordan is the correct answer. Oh. Don't even know what those things are. He does like the... Percy Jackson. Um, yeah, he does oh, all those, like, Harry Potter related? It's similar, but oh. the same vein. Mm. Um, so, J.K. Rowling's pseudonym is Robert Gilbraith, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. So. Can't remember that for the Harry Potter uh, <laughs> episode that we do. Greg Gilbraith. Yeah. Just Gilbraith. Mm-hmm. Just Gilbraith. Mm-hmm. Don't get too specific. Yeah, no. never get too specific. All right. So go ahead and lock in for your second question. I'm locked in with my wager. Mm-hmm. I am as well. All right. In 2015, this horse became the first horse to win the Triple Crown and the Breeders' Cup, the Breeders' Cup Classic in the same year. That's fairly recent. Ooh, I think. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I am locked in as well. All right, Tom. American Pharaoh. Oh, good answer. I went with Pyramid Lady. Mm. That is not the correct answer. <laughs> I went with American Pharaoh as well. American Pharaoh is the correct answer. All right. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in with my wager now. Okay. In Neil Gaiman's American Gods novel, the gods Anubis and Thoth now called Mr. Jackal and Mr. Ibis, co-own what type of business? 
Jill didn't watch the Showtime show. Was it Showtime? Is that on or is that locked in? Finally, something I know. What? Sh- I don't what? think I've ever gotten a final question right. In what my entire network life. is that on? Showtime. It is on Showtime. Yeah. Jill found it a little bit too violent. I mean, I just thought the one scene where the Which lady can American Gods. Well, I haven't seen it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> have you read the novel? No, I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, there's the one scene where the one woman, like, consumes consumes people with her vagina, and that was just That's way too disturbing. disturbing. Yeah. It's art. I still feel good about my answer, though. I don't know how to spell it, but... I am locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. I'm actually sure what this business does, but... All right. So, Tom, what was your wager? Question one, I wagered 30 points, and I got it wrong. All right. Andrew, what was your wager on question number one? I wagered 50. Mm. Mm, got it right. Mm-hmm. Ken. Five. I did not get it correct. You did not get that one correct. But you didn't lose much. All right. Wager number two. I wagered 30. And I got it right. I wagered 50 again. Oh. So I'm very far behind at this point. <laughs> I can leave it and go big or go home. I also wagered 50 and got it wrong. You did. All right. So going into the final question... Tom has 255 points. Where I started. Andrew has 300 points, and Ken has 50 points. What were your final wagers? I wagered 30. All right. I wagered 20. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, All right. I wagered 50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you trying to zero this well, thing Well, we have out? the rule. If you give zero, you can't come back for three months. Ken, that's not a that, rule. We talked about that the first day. You did. Exactly zero. You're banned for 90 days. I really hope Ken gets this right. All right. Just so, to... Ken, what was your answer? A haberdashery. Hmm. Harry Truman style? <laughs> What's a haberdashery? <laughs> it's a men's clothier. Ah, sad. Hmm. I went with a pawn shop. And Andrew, what was your answer? I want a funeral home. The correct answer is funeral parlor. Ooh, not a haberdashery. I just I based that strictly off what they were the gods of. Well, of course. Oh, gods of death. Yeah. Uh. So, with three hundred and twenty points, Andrew is our winner. Nice. Congratulations. We have a new champion. Come back for the winners uh, round, like on Jeopardy. <laughs> Well, that is it. Thank oh, wait, you. Did you give us my score? Oh, oh, uh, and Ken, you had zero right, at the end. You. No, an exact zero or just an exact close to zero? zero. Exact zero, yeah. yeah. Not a negative. Yeah. If you can man. find the podcast where you say and anybody agrees to the fact you that edited you edited it out. <laughs> Plus, you haven't listened to any of the podcast. That's true. <laughs> and you haven't told your wife about it. I, she knows of it. Does she know she can listen to them? I mean, I haven't told her that she... Like, I didn't suggest it. I mean, obviously, she knows it's a podcast. It's open to be listened to. Uh, Andrew, any final words? Nope. I had fun, guys. I enjoy the podcast. I like how y'all do a bunch of different trivia sort of things and gives a good variety. Thank Thank you. you. And thanks for coming. Thank you for listening to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. The music by The Copy Cuts and by Josh Woodward. Any other music on the podcast played for commentary purposes only. Thank you to our guests and thank you for listening. We will see you next episode.